Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, and welcome to the Wrestling with Fatherhood podcast. I'm your host, Matt Woodrum, and I want to welcome and thank you for joining us today. This is a podcast for men, about men, to help support and encourage men to be the best dad that they can possibly be. Uh, please feel free to check out our Facebook group by typing in the search bar Wrestling with Fatherhood and check out our website at www.fatherhood.com. That's www.fatherhood.com. Today, I want to welcome my friend Tom. Tom, thanks for being here. Uh, glad to be here, Matt. Oh, Tom, to, to start off, uh, tell us a little bit about your family, a little bit about your background and, and your upbringing. Okay, well, um, my uh, wife and I, I've, I've been married to my wife, Carolyn, uh, for 37 years, and uh, we have two older children. My son, Adam, is 32, and my, uh, my daughter, Erin, is 27, and uh, she is uh, just recently married, actually, uh, of just about seven months. Uh, to her husband Justin, and uh, they seem to be making a pretty good go of it. So, uh, so hopefully, I've instilled some of the some of the good traits on on them as far as uh, as far as being spouses. So, that's awesome. Uh, tell me a little bit about your uh, your background as far as your uh, personal upbringing. Uh, a little bit about your parents and and your relationship with your dad. Okay. Um, uh, my parents were married uh, for uh, 65 years before my dad uh, passed away. Uh, my dad passed away at, at 91, and my mother is still uh, still living at 93 and uh, still very vibrant. And uh, uh, we in the family call her the Energizer Bunny because just just not <laughs> going. So that's awesome. So uh, you you said your uh, your dad passed away, and I I really sorry to hear about that. Uh, so how was your relationship with, uh, with your dad? Did you guys have a close personal relationship? Was it more of a relationship of distance or, or how was that relationship? Uh, well, early on, uh, my dad was a, uh, was a salesman. He traveled quite a bit. Uh, so there was a little bit of distance. Uh, he was home on the weekends always, but during the week, uh, it was usually just my brothers and my, and my mom. Um, and, uh, early on well, when I was younger, uh, he, to be perfectly honest, he scared me a little bit just because he had a little bit of a temper. Uh, so he, uh, uh, when he, when he verbalized, sometimes it was a little louder than I, uh, than I really cared for. But, uh, but as we got older, um, or I got older, I should say, and, and him too, I guess, um, uh, it, uh, uh, we, we really bonded very well and, uh, actually, uh, probably, really became very good friends uh, when I graduated from college and uh, and uh, we interacted a lot uh, because you know I, I really think that that became more of an adult relationship at that at that point and when um, we both confided in each other uh, I really uh, cherished his guidance and, and his uh, and, and his wisdom that he had over the years so uh, it, it turned into a be to be a very uh, very good relationship and that's awesome i think a lot of us uh, a lot of us men when we become dads we have 
no idea how work and how, uh, you know, our temper and how, you know, those things that our children, they look at us and they say, Oh, like, you know, you're, you're being mean. You have a little bit of a temper. And, you know, as men, sometimes it's really difficult to, to take a step back and go, Oh, wow. Like, you know, maybe I am overreacting and, and different things, but it's awesome to see that your dad and you were able to really bond after college yeah, and had that adult relationship. Yeah, it was, it was great because, uh, uh, I could really, uh, really confide in him, and he gave me a lot of uh, a lot of really good guidance and structure. Particularly when when I first got married, with a lot of things that uh, that went on with that and, and interacting with that. That that is awesome. Absolutely love that. So, how has that relationship with your own dad affected uh, your relationship with your own children? Well, you know it. Um, since I was really afraid of his temper, I really tried to uh, to do a much better job with that uh, when my kids were younger. Um, I didn't always succeed very well with that, but uh, but I did. But I did know that that was something that uh, that scared me when I was younger. So I tried to to taper that as much as I could. Um, I I definitely showed a lot of love and a lot of support. Um, tried to be encouraging whenever I could and. Uh, I, I was a pretty strong disciplinarian, just like my my dad was. But uh, once they earned my trust, I was able to to loosen the reins, so to speak, and and let them uh, uh, let them be themselves as much as they as much as they could. That's awesome. I I love how you took that 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 temper, the the thing that we were just talking about, and, and you were able to guide that in a way that you didn't think would, uh, would scare your children. And, uh, you know, I think that that's something that, you know, as men, we have difficulty doing because we are, we are creatures of habit. We go back to what's familiar to us. And I also love this, uh, you know, you showed a lot of love and support, uh, you know, even with being, you know, a strong discipline. So that doesn't mean that with all that love and support that you let them run wild, but you still had that, uh, that strong discipline and, uh, that earned trust and, uh, you mentioned that once they earn trust, that you would allow them to be uh, more of themselves, if I remember right. right. Uh, could you talk to us a little bit about what you mean by that? Well, uh, they, as they got older, uh, I was able to not be so restrictive, like say in uh, their curfew times when they needed to be home or, or um, just where they needed, where they wanted to go and do the things that they wanted to do. So it, uh, so it just gave them a little more freedom to to try and make their choices and and hopefully make the right choices when they when they were doing things and it, and it seems overall that they it seemed to uh, uh, to work work out pretty well with that. So. That's awesome. I know that in, in raising my two girls and and I have a two and a four year old daughter uh, or two year old and a four year old uh, daughters plural. Uh, that's one of the things that we've really tried to instill in them is that they have a choice. It is their choice on whether they decide to listen to mommy and daddy. It is their choice on whether they decide to get in trouble. That That is completely and, and totally uh, up to you. And, and I love uh, this idea of making your own choices. You make your own bed and then you have to lie in it. Right. And, and that's what it sounds like you're saying. Uh, I, you know, as your children got older, you were able to give them more uh, options with her choices and able to uh, to give them a little bit more freedom in that. Right. Yeah. Uh, a good example. Uh, you know, if I can take a take a little aside. Uh, when my son was, uh, I guess he was early middle school. 
when we first moved into the neighborhood we're in now, uh, he was running around with a young man that uh, probably wasn't the best choice of friends to have. And uh, two of them got in, into a little bit of trouble, uh, uh, kind of did, did some damage to, uh, to one of the, um, um, one of the trailers that the, uh, that the builder was, was using at the other end of our, uh, our subdivision. And, uh, and I found out about that and I, I made him go back. I went with him back to the trailer where, where I knew that he was working and I made my son, um, apologize to him. And, uh, and, and then once we, he didn't want to go, <laughs> he didn't want to have anything to do with that, but I, but I made him do that. And then for, for the rest of the weekend, he was, uh, kind of on hard, hard labor doing quite a bit of uh, yard work. And one thing that, that I think really kind of hit home with him was, uh, his, this, this supposed friend that he had, uh, his parents didn't, uh, didn't do anything to him. The only thing that they were concerned about was whether he got caught or not. And so he was kind of taunting my son out on, on the street while, while he was doing his work. But, uh, but he told me later uh, that uh, that that really had an impact on on making right choices. So I um, so I felt felt kind of good about uh, about that lesson that we uh, that we had together with that. Definitely, there's definitely something to be said as far as accountability and your parents holding you accountable. And and as you grow in and as you grow into an adult. Uh, You'll, you'll continue to seek out that accountability. You'll continue to seek out people that hold you to a higher standard. And, and that is definitely a, a great lesson that you were able to, to teach your son about not only choices, but also accountability. Yeah, that was, that was something that my father was very, uh, uh, very adamant about was integrity and, and really uh, being a man of your word. So I, um, so I, was, I was glad that I was able to instill that in my son. I, I absolutely love that. So, and, and you've kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, what are some of the lessons that your dad taught you about parenting? Well, um, I think uh, several of them, you know, I had mentioned before, loving, loving well, uh, sometimes doing that tough love thing, uh, being very supportive, uh, being willing to admit when you're wrong. I think, uh, when he was younger, that was probably a little more difficult for him than it was uh, uh, as as he got older and more uh, more mature, and more wise. Um, and I and I think choosing your battles is probably uh, probably a big thing that I learned from him too. Not worrying about about the little things, but knowing when when the big big stuff needed to be handled. Yeah, definitely. I can definitely understand that. You know, there's something to be said about choosing your battles. That way you don't emotionally and mentally and physically get completely worn out. Right. Uh, you know, loving well, tough love and, and, and just showing and, and doing that loving well, tough love, willing to admit when you're wrong and choosing your own battles. You really show and you really instill the, uh, the, the value in your children and you show them that what they who they are is more important than uh, some of these different actions and stuff like that. That's exactly what tough love, I, at least to me is, is showing your children that 
their their actions yes there's consequences and stuff like that and they may stink but at the same time that their value is worth more that to you than what they do wrong that's absolutely right yeah couldn't agree more so how did watching your parents relationship how did that mold your own relationship with your own wife well, uh, I think that we've had uh, a pretty good relationship and it hasn't, hasn't been perfect all the time, but uh, as we've uh, grown and matured, uh, we've definitely had a lot of love in the house. Uh, we enjoy a lot of laughter in this house and, uh, and that, my, that was something we had when we were growing up. So that was, that was always huge. And uh, when we do fight, particularly when our kids were younger, um, one of the things that I did learn from my parents was that, uh, that you show that you can work through it and you can, and you don't hold a grudge. Um, uh, I didn't see my parents fight in front of us a lot, but I always knew that there was a lot of, that they loved each other, uh, more than anything else in the world. So. I, I definitely agree with that. I think that that's something that is uh, extremely powerful. Uh, one, laughter is one of the best medicines out there. Uh, you know, if if you think of uh, Patch Adams, the movie, there's 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 healing in laughter. There's a a connection that you don't get without laughing. And when we get families that are laughing together, we get families that that stay together. I also love what you said about when fighting, uh, show that you're willing to work through it. I think there's a lot of couples that have that self uh, preservation that they're like, Hey, you know, I'm fighting and I need to win this fight. I need to gain the upper hand. I need to keep the upper hand and being able to show that you're willing to work through it. Not only keeps the relationship strong, but it also shows your children how utterly important that other person is. Yeah. And then not being selfish in the fight, you also show your children, Hey, this is how you're supposed to treat your spouse. This is how you're supposed to treat women. This is how you're supposed to treat your husband. This is how you're, you're, you're supposed to uh, fight, but with the attitude that you are able to work through it. And I think that that's something personally that I forget a lot of times. Mm -hmm. One thing that uh, you know, I've heard, uh, I, I'm sure that there are several people that have said it, so I don't know who was the original, but uh, talking about a, a marriage being a 50-50 relationship, where really uh, it's 100 a hundred giving your all to each your, uh, uh, to each spouse is just so critical just so critical absolutely right marriage is not 50 50 but instead it is a hundred and a hundred it takes both people to make a marriage work it takes two people also to make a marriage fail right that's exactly right so in in being married for 37 years what is the most important thing that you've learned about being a spouse well, I think uh, communication is really the key. Uh, Carolyn and I really understand one another and uh, try as much as we can to be on the same page about about everything, whether it's whether it was our parenting when we were when we were younger. Uh, we're we're still parenting our kids, but it's a completely different dynamic than it was when they were when they were three and four. Uh, but uh, but really being on the same page. Uh, with, with all of all of the things that we have going on is, is really a key, I think. So you, you talk about being on the same page and, and being on the same page and communication is the key. Uh, how, what is a great way to make sure that you and your spouse are on the same page? 
Well, we, uh, we regularly sit down and, and talk. I, I try to make a point when I come home. Uh, my wife is usually home before I am uh, most, most days, so I'll always make a point to ask how her day was uh, and have an opportunity to, to just kind of talk over the day and see how things are going and if she's been struggling with something. Uh, that we can actually sit down and, and just kind of work through that. Um, uh, we uh, we have a regular meeting once a month uh, for uh, for our finances and our budget, and um, and when and when we have things that, that come up, uh, whether it's whether it's with the family or just just personally, we try and uh, do our best to, to talk things over and communicate as best we can. So it sounds like there's a lot of self awareness and understanding, Hey, you know, there's an issue there, you know, let's make a note of it and we'll, we'll make sure that we hit that. So, uh, understanding completely being, uh, selfless and, uh, trying to make sure that you figure out what it is that it is bothering your wife. Yeah. And I think, uh, being married for as long as we have, uh, I think we can both read each other pretty well when, when things aren't exactly, uh, perfect. (laughs) So, (laughs) Yeah, I, I I definitely understand as a, as somebody who's uh, about to come on their their ten year anniversary, uh, that that is definitely something that I am still learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I needed to get together with you sometime and and get some tips. Yeah, I I don't think we're quite at the point where we're finishing each other's sentences, but we we are starting to read each other's minds. So. <laughs> there you go. So, and being a parent, you said you had a 32-year-old and a 27-year-old. What is the most important thing that you've learned about being a parent? Well, when I was uh, when I was younger, um, I think uh, you know discipline was very important. Uh, showing lots of love and guidance and direction, uh, just so that you can keep uh, your kids uh, to. Uh, to guide them to make the right choices, I think, is really the biggest thing. Uh, and one of the greatest gifts that my dad showed uh, my brothers and me was how to love my mom as best you can. And I think that that is one of the greatest gifts that a father can give his wife, to give his kids, excuse me, is loving his wife well. That is awesome. I absolutely love that. Showing them that your spouse, uh, perhaps, in a, and I know in a lot of marriages, and my, myself included, that my spouse comes uh, way before my kids. As much as I love my kids, understanding and letting them understand, as much as I love you, this is somebody that I chose and that's somebody that I love absolutely dearly. Right, right. Definitely some, uh, some good words of wisdom. Uh, so, you know, as you're, as you've been married for a little while and, and your kids are out of the house and stuff like that, what do you see your purpose as when it comes to your family and why? What, what is your, your family, your purpose within your family? Well, you know, I kind of uh, take my guidance from, uh, from the Bible as it directs, uh, directs the man to be the head of the household, uh, being not only the spiritual leader, but, but also, uh, leading in love, uh, giving, and, and I think that that really kind of gives a stability and a comfort to children. And, um, and I, I just think that, that, that 
that just kind of binds the, the family even closer together. Yeah, de- definitely having that guidance from the Bible and understanding that as a man, we're supposed to love our families, love our wives, just as uh, Christ loved this church. Exactly. And that he went out and he he had an unconditional love and unconditional passion uh, so that we have a chance to uh, completely immerse ourselves in that relationship. Right. Uh, so here's a, 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 a chance for you to brag on, on being a parent, a chance to brag on your kids. Uh, what is it that you're most proud of when it comes to parenthood? Well, uh, to be perfectly honest, I, you know, my, my, now that my kids are older, uh, I really feel uh, seeing them grow up to be successful and responsible adults is, uh, is something that I'm just absolutely uh, overjoyed with. Uh, uh, it wasn't, wasn't always an easy, easy task being a parent, and, uh, and, and being a parent never goes away. It just changes the dynamics. Uh, you're always going to be a parent. That's one thing that we've, that my wife and I have, have learned now that they're both out of the house. Uh, you're, you're never done being a parent, but it's, it's definitely different than when they were living under your house. But, so how does that, uh, talk to us a little bit about how exactly that dynamic changes. I know that you go from being a parent maybe over them to being a parent type friend where you guys share advice, where you guys share uh, stories where you guys help each other out. Uh, again, my kids are, are two and four years old, so I'm not to that point. But uh, what are some ways that that relationship dynamic has changed? Well, uh, I, I feel like uh, with my son particularly, uh, we have more of a, a friend type of relationship. Uh, because when, I, when all of, both of the kids were younger, one of the things that I made very clear was that I'm your dad. I'm not here to be your friend. And, uh, but now that they're both older, uh, and my, and particularly when, uh, since my daughter is married now, so I have, a, I have another son in the family, uh, so that, uh, uh, it's more of a, um, uh, an adult relationship, friendly, uh, giving guidance, help out, helping out wherever I can. Uh, so, uh, so really giving encouragement and, and, uh, and advice. Uh, when asked from uh, for for the newlyweds, and uh, and and for my son as well, because so, he's he's been uh, he's he's been with uh, the same girlfriend for a little over a year now. So um, we don't don't know if that's going to go any further, but it seems uh, seems like it's going along pretty well right now. So. Awesome. That's uh, that, that's an exciting time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I'm definitely sure it, uh, sure it is for you guys. Uh, so what is one thing that you want people to remember when they look at you and they look at your family? What is something that you want people to remember about the Tom Wallace family? Well, uh, I, I, I hope that our family shows that, uh, that we can have a lot of fun together. We laugh a lot. Uh, there's a lot of love for each of us that, uh, that we have within the family. And, and uh, I'm hoping that we can uh, we can extend that love and the service to, to folks uh, outside our family as well. Yeah, I, I definitely understand that. That's uh, definitely one of my passions is I definitely want to make sure that I can extend uh, the family's love uh, to other people and show other people who don't, maybe they don't have a dad, maybe they don't have a mom, maybe they're, uh, you know, they're, they're dealing with addiction or something like that, that 
you know, we can extend that love to them. We can extend that respect to them. We can show them that they, we can give them that chance that maybe they don't have in their own personal family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so uh, wrapping up here, what are your future goals when it comes to the direction of your spouse? And, and of course you've got older children, but w- what is your, your future goals on, on the direction? Where are you guys headed? Well, uh, you know, as I mentioned, my, my daughter uh, was, was about seven months into uh, a new marriage, and she's, uh, they both seem to be doing very well. Uh, I just uh, hope and bless, hope they are, they're blessed with that and they continue to thrive in that. Uh, uh, my son is a uh, firefighter with the Atlanta Fire Department, so I'm, I'm very proud of him uh, going through that process. It was a very arduous process, and, and I just hope that he, uh, he thrives and uh, and continues to do well in that. And that was something that he's, he's really uh, grown a passion to do for, uh, uh, for a long time. So he's really doing something that he loves. And uh, since, uh, since we have the older kids and we, we have one uh, that's married, I'm sure that uh, in, in a short time, maybe not, not too soon, but we'll be looking <laughs> at grandkids down, down the way. So uh and, uh, and I think as far as my wife and I, we're you know, just kind of enjoying our time together, reconnecting and, and just uh, being able to travel a little bit more and, and uh, look forward to retirement here in a few years. That, that is awesome. I absolutely love that. I love how your family is kind of, it has come together. They're successful. Uh, you can tell talking to you how proud you are of your kids, of your daughter and your son and, and what they're doing with their life and, and being successful and, and their, their own way. And, and, uh, you know, being a firefighter is awesome. Uh, do me a favor and thank him for his service. That is definitely a dangerous job. And, uh, so, do me a favor, show him uh, our respect and, and let him know that, uh, that we really appreciate that. Well, I'll absolutely do that. Thank you. Uh, so is there any additional parenting or marriage advice that you would have for anyone who is listening? Well, I just, uh, I guess just a few things. Um, don't take yourself too seriously. Uh, be willing to admit your mistakes and uh, just love well. Admit your mistakes and love well. I, great advice. Definitely something as men that um, we, we struggle with. And, you know, we don't want to admit when we're strong. Or we don't want to admit when we make mistakes. And, uh, you know, we do, as men, tend to uh, take ourselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, just l- love well. I, I absolutely love that. Um, you know, there, there's that... Uh, you know, we need to make sure that we love our wives, we love our, our, our children, and we make sure we need to make sure that we show them that value, that strength, that that hope, that promise uh, that we're going to be with them uh, as long as uh, as we're given on this earth, and that we love them no matter what. As you demonstrated with your son, uh, you know he he made those you know a couple of mistakes and. And stuff like that, but it's awesome how you kind of came up under him and led him to uh, to being where he's at right now, yeah. and that's a, a a very respectful profession uh, as a firefighter, and uh, just just absolutely awesome. I love that. I love that that the encouragement that you have given to your kids. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's been a great ride. You know, I'm, I'm just uh, it's it's very satisfying to be able to step back a little bit and just uh, and just kind of kind of see how they're growing into their adulthood and and uh, really really doing well and uh, and I can I can see a very good future for them. That's awesome. So how can people get in contact with you? If somebody's listening to this interview and they're thinking, Oh man, like I, I would really love a chance to uh, get in contact with Tom and, and, and talk to him a little bit more. And, and, you know, maybe they're wondering how they can, uh, you know, build a stronger family or get some advice. What, what, what's the best, the best way for somebody to get in contact with you? Well, they could, uh, they could search for me on Facebook or uh, probably the easiest way is uh, just uh, through email uh, at Tom, at uh, wallacefinancialcoaching.com. You said Tom at? wallacefinancialcoaching.com. Awesome. And I, uh, you know, obviously uh, due to your uh, email, we can see that you are a a financial coach. Uh, Can you tell us a little bit about your business, what you're doing and, and uh, what you're, you're doing with that. And, um, you know, how, how you would be able to help somebody who, uh, who might want to try to get a hold of you? Well, sure, Matt. Um, essentially, uh, as a financial coach, I, I do my best to empower couples and individuals to, to fuel their dreams by instilling hope and helping them gain clarity around their finances. And uh, we do that uh, by meeting together, kind of going, doing a deep dive on their finances, and uh, coming up with a workable plan to uh, to help help them win with their money. I love that. Help them win with their money. Definitely something uh, that we can all do. We can all, you know, with uh, you know debt and and stuff like that. And it's really easy in today's world to sit here and get carried away with your money, spend credit cards, throw money on credit cards with the idea or the mindset. Hey, you know what? I'll have. Uh, a chance to pay that off at a later time. Mm-hmm. And I love, uh, you know, this, you know, empower people and give them hope. Uh, dive deep into their finances and just, just giving them hope, giving them something to look forward to. Absolutely love that. Well, uh, Tom, I thank you so much for allowing me to, uh, to interview you about you and your family. Uh, I, I really appreciate the time that you were able to give it to us. Well, Matt, uh, this has been a real pleasure. I'm glad that you uh, reached out to me, and, uh, and I, I wish you all the best with, uh, with your podcast. Thank you. Um, so if you would like more information about what Wrestling with Fatherhood is all about, take a look at our Facebook page by searching Wrestling with Fatherhood. Or be sure to go over and check out our website. Again, that is www.fatherhood.com. Again, www.fatherhood.com. Thank you, Tom, for joining me. Thank you guys for uh, checking in and listening. You guys all have a wonderful day. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. 
Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.